1: Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Thursday, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! We're keeping track of stuff tonight is going to be a fun, fun task. We got the return of Anthony Davis. We got Dodgers Padres. I mean, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for Dodgers Padres, Mike. I I need a little bit of time off because, you know, that series last weekend was like a playoff series and now suddenly three days later, we're doing it again. I I need a little bit more time as much as I love all the games, but I feel like
5: I got to drink more coffee tonight for this. That's it. Get another cup of coffee in. Maybe you get a little bit of a run in. Get a couple of sprints in between our different segmentation of the greatness that of oral domination that we'll bring to bear tonight. So many great topics, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of great sports. And look, if you're not ready for another great series, especially when the Padres have a lot to prove coming off being you know, swept, Not to mention the butcher and what he's (laughs) going to do in the field this weekend. Sorry, Tatis Jr., until you stop committing errors. That's your new nickname on this show. Look
1: at you. Wow. By
5: the way, he's also not hitting worth anything either. That home run was the highlight of his season to date. Isn't he hitting 341? Ah, you see what I did there? 341, see what I did? Oh, look what you did. see Ah. see what I did? And then you got the Astros down in Anaheim, so a lot of booing. Like maybe some Dodger fans that couldn't go to this game decided they, they they wanted to figure out how to see Angels Astros. So maybe they went and, and traveled there to uh, fight.
1: Yeah, there is a lot of stuff we are covering right now. But first, before we get to, hey, what what clearly is the most fun story of the day, and it's also the most ridiculous story of the day, because, you know, why not? Uh the Lakers and Mavericks. The return of Anthony Davis, so far, mm-hmm. so good for the Lakers. He's going to be limited to 15 first-half minutes tonight, according to head coach Frank Vogel, who said, listen, they, they wants Anthony Davis to play about 15 minutes, doesn't want him to play and sit and then come back, wants him to be able to play and, and, and get back in the swing of things. So he's going to play about 15 first-half minutes. Uh, right now, Lakers lead the Mavericks 15-13. AD is yet to score. He's 0-3 from the floor, has pulled down a couple of rebounds. Uh, This two-game set here... A really big deal for the Lakers and the Mavericks because this is two teams that are only separated by three games in the loss column. And in the standings, the Lakers clearly want to tread water uh, and don't want to drop any lower than where they are right now. Dallas is in seventh. They could get right behind the Lakers, and suddenly the Lakers could find themselves, oh, wait wait a minute here, we're we're close to falling out of sixth into seventh. So this is a big couple of games here. Uh, The Lakers win both of these. Uh, I'm feeling really good about them finishing at least sixth. If they lose both of these, suddenly they've thrown that out there that, hey, maybe this is a team that winds up in the play-in game. So AD is back just in time. This is a big two-game set right here.
5: Well, the play-in game for the Lakers, I mean, that's that's good for the NBA, isn't it? or Or isn't it? No, Ooh, I, see, it's it, good know, for it's, the NBA. It could be good, good but it's NBA, not. You know, but then it
1: could be bad for the NBA. You know, it's yeah. it, it's like if I said to you, "Hey, I can give you the greatest beer you've ever had in your life right now," you would say, "Yes." I say, but after you finish it, you can't get another one. For how long? Till next season? Ooh, well, mm, I'm
5: definitely not getting it. I go, no, maybe you get one, but you, maybe you, you don't. Yeah,
1: uh, okay. You know, you, know what you you're doing to me here.
5: You're you're really just referencing the Simpsons and Homer and the monkey paw versus the Froger, which may be cursed, maybe contain, what, sodium benzoate? Uh, that's bad. Uh, no, so, it, yeah, I mean, the, the dangers at every turn, I, I know it's exciting to see Anthony Davis out there, but I get... And not to the level of the Alex Smith story like we talked about the last couple of days, right, with when he was on the, the gridiron this year where there was just that nervousness at every play. I mean, Anthony Davis just went in for a shot, and then uh, they're still waiting for him on the defensive end. And he yeah. never hey, I, hey, you guys, so, I, you know, I, don't worry about it. I'll get back. Right, he, he back. hit the floor hard, which means you're – you know laker fan and the laker bench the heart starts drifting up into the throat a little bit Mm -hmm. so yeah i think you got a little bit of that that's going to be going on here too minutes restrictions and whatever else but uh two teams that uh, that are battling and and certainly the mavericks after all their complaining last week about the play-in game they'd like to do anything they can to try to get out of there (laughs) (laughs) so a lot lot of a lot of complaining yeah
1: uh, Ad just missed a uh, just missed a shot, and Andre Drummond just missed a put. The real Ad, should we call him that? How funny oh. would that? The real Ad, Andre Drummond. Uh, Drummond just missed a putback, so the Lakers trail the Mavericks right now, nineteen sixteen. About five and a half to go in the first quarter. Uh, meanwhile, now let's get because this is just so much fun. Because I look at this and I go, if you ever need evidence that Tom Brady is old, well, this is what you need. Uh, there has been a slew of rule changes in the mm-hmm. National Football League the last couple of days. A lot of them are, hey, we're going to take a closer look at instant replay. And, you know, it's not anything that, that's earth shattering. But the big one that players seem to be responding to is that there is now more flexibility when it comes to the numbers worn on players' jerseys. Players are going to get to wear different numbers than they've been able to before. For instance, Dalvin Cook is very excited that he may be able to go back to wearing number four because that's number one at yeah. Florida State. He's excited about it. But, Obviously, there's a lot of merchandise out there with his number mm-hmm. on it. So there's, there's a be big economic made. cost to that. Yeah, absolutely. There is. So the, the new rule, in case you missed it, is that quarterbacks, punters, and place kickers can wear numbers 1 through 19. Okay, that's pretty much what we've known. Defensive backs can wear 1 through 49. And now running backs, tight ends, and wide receivers can wear 1 through 49 and 80 to 89. All right, linemen can wear 50 to 79, defensive linemen, linebackers can now wear 1 to 59. So the big ones here are, hey, you're seeing now wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends can now go 1 through 49 and 80 to 89. You can have a running back wear number 88 if he wants to. And linebackers can now wear numbers 1 through 59 as well as 90 to 99. So it's going to be a different thing. And Tom Brady... In his first ever get-off-my-lawn moment, showing you how old he is, very upset about this, putting on his Instagram page, quote, Good luck trying to block the right people now. Gonna make for a lot of bad football. Why not let the linemen wear whatever they want, to? Why have numbers? Just have colored jerseys. Why not wear the same number? Dumb. And if I see you near my house again, I'm gonna call your father, and we're gonna have a conversation. I mean, Tom Brady is so upset that anybody can now wear different numbers. Linebackers might wear number one or number five, and running backs could wear number eight. He's all upset. Good luck blocking the right players. Okay, timeout for a second. Really? 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 Offensive linemen aren't going to know who the middle linebacker is? They're not going to know? They're only looking at jersey numbers? Really? They're not going to know? You know, I, I think you can watch film and see the numbers of the guys you're going to play against, and you can block. Is it an adjustment? Yeah, it's an adjustment. Is it change? Yeah, and I get that as you get older, people don't like change, but this is not something that's tearing at the fabric of the game. You're really going to tell me, Tom Brady? you're really going to tell me you're not going to be able to point out the middle linebacker? Really? You're not, I, I don't
2: know. i looking for a guy with a
1: 50-something. Hey a guy's wearing number one. I thought it was Anthony Carter. I don't know who it is. I, I don't know. Timeout. Timeout. I don't know how many downs there are. I don't know who this guy is. A timeout. I can't call. Really? Tom Brady doesn't know who the middle linebacker is going to be. Offensive linemen aren't going to be able to see them. The middle linebacker is lined up on the sideline. Well, boy, that's going to be tough, man. Middle linebackers usually line up in the middle of the field somewhere. We use a uh, – come on. Really? I mean, th- this is something that I see this and I go, this is just, oh, I don't like this. And now I'm going to say, because I'm so very old, uh, this 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 is really not worth it. But Brady has chosen to just go crazy over this.
5: Yeah. See, I'm ready to bid on the sarcasm bucket NFT coming out <laughs> of this. I didn't buy a, a word of this as a legitimate complaint. This really? A, what, what, a dumb? No. What, you really? You don't think he's upset
1: about this? No. No, you don't. Th- good luck trying to block the right people. It's going to make for a lot of
5: bad football. Why
1: not he's wear sm- the same well, Dumb. Yeah, so, you really so think he's it, not
5: upset? Well, you know what he might be doing. He might be mocking all the other quarterbacks in the NFL and those that struggle to to call out uh, defenses properly. Because he sure as hell hasn't had problems with it in his career. Like I, I don't, I don't think this is. I don't think this is him for his sake. I, I think it was the. All right, let's have a little bit of fun with this. Because I, I don't see there to be any legitimacy to he's not banging a table and and complaining because what, what do you do? Like this is you a said, pretty big complaint. He, he seems pretty he's, upset about this. <laughs> I don't tell know. You, what, may, may, you know what? Maybe upset. he'll maybe he'll delete it because he got ratioed or people got mad. No, oh, that could oh, happen. Man, now could for have, that? The Internet, it lives forever. It lives too, too forever. soon for that. No, I think this is just Tom Brady having fun. Really? Right, yes. I think
1: he'd be saying it a little bit differently. I don't think he'd be calling it dumb with
5: capital D. No, I think, I, I think he'd call it dumb.
1: Sure. Why not? I, I think he's a little bit more upset than you think he is. I, I, I It would be a little and bit I different. And I think you don't
5: like Tom Brady, so you're no, going to take I everything a little further
1: I, I, than, I than perhaps he's. you need to. I think he's really upset. Tom Brady blasts dumb new uniform NFL rule. I think if he was really not upset, he would have said, Hell, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just kidding about this. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I didn't mean this. No.
5: What, wait, you, why why you would really? you come back and say, I was kidding? He doesn't care. He doesn't care Good what you luck think trying about to his... block the
1: right people. Going to make for a lot of bad football. Dumb. Yeah. D-U-M-B... I, I, I fail to see how you think this is something...
5: And, I, and I fail I to see how, how you, you believe that he he legitimately thinks this is going to be a bad thing for him. Why would he put this out? Why would he say this then? Because he's having he
1: fun with it. Because he's bored. If he's having Because everything's having fun, been he's all he's about the draft and... He's putting out what, a self- himself e- wearing number fifty seven or him wearing maybe I'll change my number and he's wearing nineteen or he's wearing number one. I, I think he's
5: I think he's making his position a little bit, pretty clear on this. No, unle- unless he was going to switch to the baseball jersey he was wearing when he was drafted by the Expos all those years ago. <laughs> I, there, he's been twelve all along. So I mean there's no there's no change in there. I, I just <laughs> I, I just thought this was a, a much ado about nothing. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing because I I think you're only going to have a handful of guys do it because remember not only do you have to buy inventory you also have to pay off someone else if they've got the jersey number right oh that's so true, yes. so, so yeah. you got that part of it that could be you know a, a much tougher negotiation look depending on what position you play too there, there's not a huge cost a guy like Dalvin Cook there's a lot of jerseys circulating from fantasy football owners and and the good people of Minneapolis but when, when you, you look at, at this situation I mean how many guys are legit going to change like veterans, I coming think you'll in. find a few veterans. I don't know that you're going to find
1: guys who are going to change that have been in the league for a long time. But the young players coming up that were wearing four during college, I can go back to wearing it again and been in the league a couple of years. Yeah, I think you're going to see some guys change. Yeah, I think yeah. you definitely will see some guys.
5: And change. is this a grand grand change to anything? No, no. You're so call- why is Tom Brady? You're calling out. The- why
1: why is Tom Brady? For
5: saying, exactly why my I log. said because it's my fun. Truck. Because guys, we got feel- guys like you, man. This is,
1: this is not fu- this is this is not how you come across when you're. Hey, I'm okay with this. I'm gonna call it
5: dumb. No, I. I, I he would be. No, no. Saying no, no. This is Tom Brady who's on his off season and listening to people spout hot take nonsense about everything. I mean, I joked about Steph Curry shooting himself out of the MVP race yesterday when we had Rick Bucher on, and I yeah, surprise, surprise, laughing. and surprise, <laughs> surprise. There it was as an actual speaking point on multiple shows this morning. Morning, okay that that's that's where we're at so i think to some degree this was the meta tom brady moment mocking you know this roger waters this species has amused itself to death and yeah. that was it. Uh, he's he's shown that he knows
1: how to have fun uh and this is not tom brady having fun this is this is tom brady. when you're blasting a rule as dumb oh no i didn't mean it's dumb oh oh really yeah i was just kidding no i mean come on that's not that's that, that that's not how you're just having fun with it. he's upset look and it's not a big deal but he's making it a big deal and this is showing you that dom brady's getting old because he's really upset oh i don't like this change in the national football league i don't know this guy's wearing number three he wore 53 last year i don't know who you are and they take off masks like it's mission impossible i thought you were Demario Ooh. davis oh my god i don't know what to do now i mean i, I really i i he's going crazy overall that you're right it's not that big a deal but i'll make no mistake. He He's pissed. He doesn't like this. He is unhappy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> unhappy. Unhappy. Hey, Alex, Al can Fresca. I get the
5: flaming dumpster for it, please? Yeah. <laughs> Mike and Smith. Thank you.
1: The Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, update from Major League Baseball. Dodgers and the Padres underway. Uh, You mentioned Fernando Tatis Jr. He has now struck out 16 times Mm -hmm. in 40 at-bats this season, so not the start to the season. A $340 million man has this game. Uh, Zip-zip, San Diego still batting in the top of the first inning.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for?
2: That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: Making it close against the Mavericks, 72-64, Anthony Davis, likely done for the night. He played in the first half, and it was going to be a... A very short appearance for him, as Frank Vogel said. He's going to play about 15 minutes all in the first half as he makes his first game back from injury. Uh, Hasn't played in two months. Uh, Didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, Four points in 17 minutes, two out of ten from the floor. So now the Lakers can try to concentrate on winning the game, uh, which Mm -hmm. they're getting close. They're cutting into the Mavericks' lead. They were up by 11 at halftime. Uh, 72-66 is the score right now. Mavericks with the lead. But look, AD looked fine. You saw him talking with LeBron on the sideline. And and I, I really, I, I think everything is going to be fine. These are two big games for the Lakers. If the Mavericks win them both, suddenly they're a game back of the Lakers in the loss column and the Lakers are closer to seventh place than they're expected. But overall, I, I feel like they're going to be okay. But boy, okay has a couple of different... Uh, uh, final um results to it okay could be hey we're gonna finish fifth or sixth or okay could be hey we finished seventh and we you know we made the playoffs but we got to play that first round game against Steph and the warriors so uh he could go for 60 and we could wind up going home so okay for the lakers is kind of liberal right now but I, you know i no longer think that hey they're gonna they're gonna sink something's gonna happen but uh these two games clearly against the mavericks are really big deals
5: Hey, chaos can always still be right around the corner, but That's uh, for true. the moment, yeah. for the moment, they look to have uh, staved off uh, elimination. One of the great words in sports talk as we get towards the end of a regular season or the end of a playoff uh, s- series and, and trying to fight through. Uh, but uh, yes, a, a battle against Steph Curry. Uh, but all the MVP votes would already be in, so that wouldn't count, even if he did have a heroic game. But let me tell you, <laughs> you want to talk about the legend. Uh, of Steph Curry adding another paragraph to the Wikipedia page. Let me tell you, that scenario sets up its delicious theater for the NBA. Twitter out, how about
1: a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. All right, now we we talked a few minutes ago. Hey, look, Joel Embiid says he's the MVP. I, I think if you polled 10 superstar players in the NBA, seven of them would say they'd rather win the MVP than win the NBA no. title. They're just obsessed wants with a winning ship. MVP. No, they all want the MVP. That's what they all want. They all want to look and see their name all time. Look how I was better than everybody. The and They all want to see their name.
5: Yeah, but, but we know, we, we know the, the voting's a clown show. Otherwise, well, yeah, Michael sure. Jordan would have an extra wing to his house. Yeah, that sure. Shaq Shack would have MVP a bunch. Exactly. Yeah, Shaq would have a bunch in the in the
1: late 90s. But if you said, hey, I could I could wave a magic wand and make you do it. Uh, you know, that would that's what they would do. Now, if you were giving doing your rankings right now, right. If I said, OK, what's my top three for yes. MVP? Uh, I will give you this. And the, these are my official rankings. I would say number three is Chris Paul i put Chris Paul at number three because he was the addition to a team that is at the top of the Western Conference. Yes, they have Devin Booker, but the Suns stunk with Devin Booker uh, previous to this. Yes, they won eight games in the bubble, and that was great, but they stunk last year. Now, here they are. They're, you know, they're, they're plus 30 in the, in the win column from last year to this year, mm-hmm. and Chris Paul is the only real difference. So I, I like to look at guys and say, what's the difference this team that we have seen, how they play with them and without them? Right, because we, we've seen a lot of other guys. I can't give Giannis the MVP because I've seen them play great. The Bucks aren't as great this year with Giannis, so I can't really say Giannis is the MVP. Big win so tonight. I, so I, you did have a big win tonight. Did a big win tonight. Uh, so I would go Chris Paul at number three. Julius Randle at number two. Without him, the Knicks are terrible. They're, they're terrible, and with him, they're five games over 500. they They're in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. Right? If we're talking about Nikola Jokic for MVP, he's got the Nuggets fourth. That's a bit of a better team, but he also has a better supporting cast. Not that it diminishes what he's doing. I'd have him fourth just outside the top three, but Julius Randle, the Knicks would be absolutely nowhere without him, so I would put him second. And first is the guy that we said was the MVP, and then he got hurt, so we kind of jinxed him. But Joel Embiid, he says he's the MVP... Yes, he is. He is the best candidate because he has displayed the best combination of high-level play and raising his team to a high level. You know, it's one thing to say, boy, hey, you know, Julius Randle has the Knicks in the middle of the wet." That's pretty cool. Uh, There have been no big changes to the Sixers other than Doc Rivers coming in, and I'm not going to give Doc Rivers all that credit because, hey, Doc Rivers is a pretty good coach, but Embiid was the one that had the Shaquille O'Neal-like off-season moment of clarity where he said, you know what, I need to be doing it better. I need to be more dominant. I've been a fun star for a while. I've enjoyed my life in the NBA, and I was great big on social media. First couple years of my career when I was hurt and not playing, and I'm tweeting at Rihanna and all these kinds of fun things, and now, no, 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 now I'm concerned about my legacy. And it's not like Ben Simmons is having a phenomenally great year for the 76ers. He's not. Joel Embiid is the difference. And you're talking about a guy that now has this team that was a nice middle of the pack team, right? The, the, the Sixers were a nice 50-win team in an 80-game, 80 82-game regular season. That's a, you know, that's nice to finish around fourth in the East, and hey, maybe they play <laughs> two rounds, maybe they play one round. Uh, but this year, he has raised them to the top of the East. Joel Embiid was my guy. Even though he got hurt and came back, he's still my guy because let's face it, almost everybody has gotten hurt and then come back. So I can't hold that against him. Joel Embiid, number one for
5: MVP. Uh, allow me to retort. Uh, He ain't my MVP Uh, and and I'll tell you why. Hater. Uh, they were 51 and 31 two years ago, 43 and 30 last year, 39 and 20 this year. Oh, by the way, he's missed a lot of games. Right now, he doesn't even qualify among the scoring leaders in the NBA because he hasn't played enough games. How do you like that? He's close, but uh, you got to play 70% of your team's games and right now, he hasn't, and they went 500 when he wasn't there. Look, we could do the, the fun with math that you were doing with Steph Curry and, and mocking Steph Curry fans earlier this week uh, when saying, all right, I'll give you four more there. So I played along. Uh, it's, it's a futile exercise because, well, he wasn't there. Uh, and missing that many games, they, they've still been able to, to maintain. They've still been good uh, a- along the way. They lost no ground. So for me, uh, I'll give you your guy in the four hole. Julius Randle, uh, I'll go. I'll go Embiid three. Although even then, uh, eh, whatever. Uh, Chris Paul was my guy. I had him number one. Uh, Jokic re- remains n- number one. For me, right now, sitting at twenty six four eleven eight point seven, I get it. Better supporting cast, and we can argue about standings. And, and I did that partly devil devil's advocate with you yesterday because you you really got on my head with the number of times you said Julius Randall. If it was a Julius drinking Randall, game, I would have been drunk. Look, man, I would have been Julius drunk Randall. by by the first Gascon update yesterday with the number of times that you brought <laughs> up his name. <laughs> uh, and I Julius got a, well, I got an okay Julius tolerance, uh, but Julius it still would have gone gone. gone gone sideways for me in a hurry uh the the hard part right i mean obviously the heat i not the heat the the nets uh as you go through they're sitting at 39 and 20 but all three of those guys have missed significant time and i can't split that award three ways it's the ocean 11 line all right when when you've got to choose the money or, or tests i mean just remember she doesn't split 11 ways See, go. I'm okay. Uh, the I'm MVP okay. award I'm okay. the same way here.
1: <laughs> I, I'm okay with Joel Embiid. You're 500. You're plus 19 with him. So you're 19 sure. games over 500. You, you that. still That's
5: a missed. Big difference. You've still missed a third of your team's games. That's a pretty big difference. That's a, a pretty, pretty big, big amount of time to
1: miss. To be plus 19. When you've missed that much, that, that shows you there's some sometimes people can achieve something in a shorter, shorter amount of time. That is just incredible. And you're talking about missing, missing those games. And he'll he'll get up there eventually, because as long as he stays healthy the rest of the way, he'll get to those games. But I mean, to be plus 19. And to have that kind of influence on a team, and he's played enough. If he played half the games or less than half the games, I'd say, okay, it's, it's kind of hard without half the games. But, you know, when, when you're talking about close to seven out of every ten games and you, you're you able to find your way 19 games over 500, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I'm 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 comfortable living in that in that living room right there. I got my feet right, up on the I'll sofa. right, I'll go I'll go figure out how many
5: of those games they they won uh, were against Detroit, Orlando, Cleveland, and Toronto. <laughs> in his all of all of them, all of them were. It was it was all of them. Like all <laughs> it, the given given give the schedule, Detroit. it yeah. could be close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, where would Steph Curry be? Now, going through this and seeing Steph Curry, because I've told you, look, I can't vote for the guy for MVP. But, you know, he is having a great season. He's leading the league in scoring, him and Bradley Beal. So, you know what? If I would put him, I would put him number 10. Because I, I'd feel like I'd be reaching, getting past a few people for num, you know, to get there. But uh, Steph Curry, still, you're in you're in tenth place, and and there's lots of other good players. And I'm I'm not going to sit here and go, well, Rudy Gobert has played so good without Donovan Mitchell. I, I, okay, you've had Donovan Mitchell for the majority of the season. I would have Steph at number ten. would be that be my top four. Number one is Embiid. Number two is Randall. Number three is Chris Paul. Number four is Jokic. Number ten is Steph Curry.
5: You just jumped to number 10. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd have Giannis uh, would round out my top five. Uh, Then we start arguing about Booker. And you know we still have a month to go, and and look, we'll we'll revise this just like everybody does their mock drafts along the way. And <laughs> I mean, we got to get Damian Lillard in there. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry's. It, it, what that article I cited last week that did the here's the top fifteen, and and Chris Paul and a few of those guys were also Rands, him and Julius Randall. It's like okay. Uh, it, it, are we just doing this for controversy' sake and and, and lighting it up? Or are you you really watching what you're doing uh, here in terms of impact on team? Steph's a good run, right? Meg fuels a lot of conversation. Uh, yeah, I, I guess 10, 10's fine. Seven, eight. I, I don't know. Once once I get outside the medal stand, I don't care. <laughs> Everybody Turn else around. likes top fives and top tens. Sure, I want to cut no, to the chase. That. But you know, let's hey, make sure we so get it. hardware.
1: Yeah, you know, where is Steph Curry? Okay, so where is Steph? He's 10th. Later. That's where he is. (laughs)
4: Exactly. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
6: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Uh, and I got to be oh. honest, I really thought Sheldon Noisy was going to hit a grand slam for the Dodgers a couple of minutes ago. Because look, just another guy the Dodgers bring up—they all hit <laughs> 350. They all are great. He's got a home run tonight. He was batting with the bases loaded and one out, and a double play grounder, Fernando Tatis Jr. with a slingshot to first base, uh, just gets him ahead of him hitting the bag. They looked at it on replay. It was confirmed, so the Dodgers, with second and third and nobody out, could not get a run in, so they now trail the Padres three-two as the Padres bat here in the top of the ninth. And the whole time, thinking he's going to hit a grand slam because you know Dodgers and because <laughs> you know prospects come up and do it. And he hit into a double play. I mean, he hit it pretty good, you know. But uh, it was a good play at second base to turn it and uh, turn it into a double play. Kind of shocking. Maybe this is maybe all the Dodgers. The fact great- that he made a play <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that why you're shocked? <laughs> no, no, no. It was a good play, and it was a good for you know. And hey, you never know because you know Tatis is good for an error a game. And, you know, he made a really strong throw to, to, to first base. It was great. Uh, you know, Cronenworth made a great play to stop the ball. He didn't get it cleanly. And Tatis just, just with a rocket to first base that barely gets there ahead of uh, Noisy. And uh, we now go to the ninth inning. So maybe that's it. Now, maybe all the Dodgers, all their best players coming up, no one's going to get a hit again. Like, like the, the, the magic sock has run out for them.
5: No other good prospects ever again. Well, that would be terrible for Dodger fans, and executive producer Justin Frostberg is currently texting you to tell you he hates you.
1: (laughs) It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Because
5: you're putting it Uh, out there, man. Look, man. (laughs) Go putting that voodoo out there. Uh, Serious business against the rival Padres. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So here's the deal, right? We got uh, Dan Wojcicki coming up in a little bit to talk all the latest news in the NBA. Anthony Davis's return tonight. Kristaps Porzingis gets hurt. Uh, More MVP debate after the last couple of nights, but... Uh, as we get now, we're a week away from the NFL draft, right? Finally, we're there. And mm-hmm. I got to be honest, I am really – I'm getting to the point where we just got to have to have the draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it hit me today, you know, when I'm looking at stories and everything for, for the show tonight when I saw the, the unnamed insider who is not sold on Trevor Lawrence and doesn't think he's a generational quarterback. And it was a whole big thing on one of the blogs. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I just need the draft to be here. I mean, really, how many conversations can we have about is Trevor Lawrence good or isn't he? And how many conversations can we have about Mac Jones? I mean, really. We didn't have one conversation about Mac Jones during the college football season. Not one. Not one. Except when we talked about him for the but That was us. But not one. And well, now yeah. suddenly, Mac Jones, you can't get anywhere. Mac Jones, and the, the Niners are going to take him at three. No, oh, he's going to go to four. He's going to be three. And I, I'm done. I'm do- I can't even believe any insiders anymore when they say something. When they go, hey, I'm hearing that so-and-so wants to move up. Do they really want to move up, or is it a smokescreen? Like, I, I don't even know. I, I don't, when, when I hear a report now, I just go, you know what? We just have to wait for the draft now. Unless it's somebody making a pick. And the Jaguars are saying, listen, we're, we're going to call the NFL and, and try to get us to, to pick because we want to get Trevor Lawrence the, uh, the playbook early. I mean, short of something like that at this point, I just need the draft to get here.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's just always the curiosities when guys team up with, like reporters team up with teams. right? Steve Weitz is a you know, friend, friend of the show and longtime guy in the business. He teamed up with the Falcons. Falcons would want him to maybe put some information out there about their number four wouldn't they i mean i i look and not to i'm not impugning anybody's character or how they go about their business but it's it's an example of where the potential is there right to to have some of that information and, and smoke screens or or whatever the as you want now as we look at it probably it's atlanta's pick that means the most in the draft going forward but just just to kind of talk about how the the information flow goes anymore right and and guys have their sources at different teams Jay Glazer will lead our our Fox coverage next Thursday night he's we we know he talks openly about you know he's got relationships with everybody but Arians and and Peyton and Tomlin are three of his his guys that he's probably closest to, right? We we there's there's no argument there. But it it's just the information uh the last couple of weeks, it just seems like we're we're shuffling it, putting them in a hat, drawing them out and trying to come up with something different so we can change our mock drafts, that we can change how how we're you know spinning a, a different player or why a team should make a pick. No 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 if they needed a tackle at the end of the end the regular season and it didn't address it in free agency you know what they still need to draft the tackle okay that that doesn't change no matter how much we want to spin it around and, and decide to to put the next iteration out to get some more page views and and a lot of this now is again it, it's just feeding the beast and and look we're part of the beast and and i enjoy our role as part of the beast but i think i'm with you of like mvp talk i don't know that we've ever dissected this top of a draft like this and we do a lot of draft talk there's no question about it but for this year it seems like we we've hit some some overload or perhaps it's just we're more immersed than ever i i don't know there there's just something to it that seems like it's more Yeah, because it's all quarterbacks. Like, normally
1: we would be talking about, you know, two quarterbacks, maybe three as we get. But this is, we're talking about quarterbacks being the first four picks. You know, so it's kind of unprecedented that we've seen something. And maybe the first five picks when it's all said. I gave you that bold prediction a few weeks ago. I mean, we're going to wind up seeing five quarterbacks picked in the top ten picks most likely. So that's what it, look, look, it's it's tough. Look, Look, offensive linemen, people need them you know, but they're not sexy. They're you know, not people sexy. Talk about no, them. exactly. You know, it's how much can you talk about Kyle Pitts, right? He's, great. He's one of the best tight end prospects in the history of the NFL. But he's a tight end. But quarterbacks, now oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now you have all the controversy and, and all the, the upward movement of Justin Fields and how good he has been and everything. It's just so much. And now Trey Lance is a guy that nobody knows. Is he going to be good? Is he the next Josh Allen? I mean, I think really it's it's about the quarterbacks. If you had a year where there weren't good quarterbacks, the NFL draft talk would be, ooh, man, let's talk about the quarterbacks that could go late in the first round or quarterbacks going to no, the no, round. no, 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 What we, Wide receivers t- are
5: going early in the draft. No, we would still be talking about the – Veteran quarterbacks who may still be on the move as part oh, of the draft yeah, day yeah, experience, yeah. right? Because you were hey, waiting the Seahawks on it. Sam Smith Darnold to be He's that back. guy. Say yeah. that again. <laughs> Say that yeah.
1: again? Okay. I said oh, Gino yeah. Geno Smith. Smith, Smith. Today.
5: He's back. Yeah. He's back. We'll see. You're Gino's nine. Yeah. You're nine. Yeah. He's almost at a
1: decade now, buddy. I know. He's going to outlast the Jets. The Jets <laughs> are going to get the organization as a franchise. I'm sorry. The Jets have been so bad for so long. You're out of the NFL. But Geno Smith will still be playing still going (laughs) to happen. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, there's a legitimate story today that I'm ready to give you a big Hail Mary for one NFL team. Uh, The Broncos, despite saying they are high on Drew Locke, want to add another quarterback. Like their general manager talked about it today. This is a legit story. this isn't uh, an insider saying, I've heard the Broncos want to add a new quarterback. No, 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 this is the, the Broncos saying we want to add quarterback, potentially competition for Drew Locke. Now I'll say this, this is what the Broncos should do. They make that Hail Mary phone call for Aaron Rodgers. This is where this is what they should do because this team is ready for a quarterback to come in and say, hey, Take us anywhere we want to go. And if you make that call for Aaron Rodgers, and clearly the Packers want to move on from him, if they're ready to move on from him after this year, of course they'd move on from him this year if you give him a great offer. And there's nothing the Broncos can't offer that wouldn't be a night. Well, what do you want? You want a whole draft? whole draft for Aaron Rodgers. we do it. Because the Broncos offense is loaded and ready to go. They'd be a Super Bowl favorite if they make this trade because Aaron Rodgers would come in and get everything he wants, right? Vic Fangio's the head coach. Is he really going to be the head coach or is he going to be the head coach of the defense? He'll be the head coach of the defense and Aaron Rodgers will be the head coach of the offense. And so Vic Fangio will say whatever Aaron wants to do is what we're going to do. He's old school football guy, this is going to work. John Elway would have Aaron Rodgers' back. Whatever Aaron Rodgers wants, John Elway would give to him. Hey, look at this. I find I brought Aaron Rodgers to Denver, right? I stepped away, but now look what I've done. I brought Aaron Rodgers in. He would give Aaron Rodgers anything he wanted. Now, it's not like the offense needs a lot, but he would still give him anything he wanted. Rodgers' prime would be extended in the mile-high air. We talked about it for Peyton Manning, who got 10 more yards on every one of his balls because of where he was throwing it. Right, That would happen for Aaron Rodgers, who isn't nearly at the physical end of his career like Peyton Manning was the last couple of years with the Broncos. But he will still get that prime extended, or it will slow his descent. And... He would have an incredible number of weapons to be able to throw the football to, right? You have a really good emerging tight end in Noah Fant. Jerry Judy is fantastic. Tim Patrick is really good. Cortland Sutton's coming back from injuries. You got other guys that are going to wind up cutting a couple of wide receivers that could start (laughs) on other teams because they're so deep in this wide receiver room. They have so many weapons. And I would, if you put Aaron Rodgers on that Broncos team, I would put them up against all the weapons that Tom Brady's got in Tampa, and I would give the advantage to Rodgers because I think Rodgers has way more time left in his career than Tom Brady does. I'd give all all that advantage there all those great wide receivers there's so much depth there is so much talent Aaron Rodgers and the Broncos would be Super Bowl favorites. If you're looking for a quarterback, the Hail Mary phone call for Aaron Rodgers. If it doesn't work out, you can easily tell Drew Locke, hey, listen, dude, we love you, but this is Aaron Rodgers. And Drew Locke would say, yes, I understand I'm not Aaron Rodgers. Okay, go win. It's not like, hey, we went after Sam Darnold. It didn't work, but we still love you. It's like, dude, I was better than Sam Darnold. Then things get a little weird. If you're trying to add an all-time great, what's a quarterback going to say? He's got to understand that. So you go after him, make that Hail Mary phone call. It could be our whole draft and a first round next year, whatever it is, and we'll, we'll want Aaron Rodgers from you, and that would allow Green Bay to move on. They trade him away to a team in the AFC, uh, not where he has to worry, worry about him coming back and, and beating him with San Francisco, wherever it is, and it works out for everybody.
5: Let's see. They have uh, a pick in every round, right, as it stands, the, the latest uh, report from their website that I'm looking at, and then they have two extra picks in the seventh from the Giants and Browns. Yeah. Look, you t- you take the swing. I mean, I like it th- and, and the cut of your jib, but I, I also think the Packers would still want to try to finish out whatever his run is, right? The contract after this year uh, is is a nicer nicer thing, and, and maybe you'll learn something more about Jordan Love, because that's the thing. I, I'm most concerned if I'm the Packers. Do I want to give up? On what, even if it's just one more year of dominating a division, to go to a guy that I, I don't know that I've heard anybody say, yeah, he's ready to take over. And this is where we get into reporting and and what's real and what's imagined, uh, and wishing, wanting, hoping. But I haven't seen anything that indicated that Love would be ready to go. I, I guess if you trade Rodgers now, you got a few months to coach him up and ramp him up. And Drew Locke, look, you know my opinion on quarterbacks. If their feelings get hurt that you took a chance on to a guy that might be better and they shut down Carson Wentz, then that's not the guy you want leading your team. And I hope he does well in Indianapolis, to, you know, for Wentz. Uh, he, he was fantastic a few years ago, but all the reports of what went on last year and take all of it with a grain of salt because right now it, it – Really reeks of a dumpster fire situation for the Eagles. Uh, you now you got Justin Jefferson taking swipes at him uh, while they're at it. Uh, but for Denver, you talk about all the talent. Yeah, why not? Why not swing for the fences? See what it takes. If it's got to be a draft day like deal, then then maybe it's worth it. Now, do they become immediate Super Bowl favorites? No, they're in a really tough division. Right, you still got to climb past the Chiefs. You still got to contend with what should be a better season. More consistent season from the Los Angeles Chargers, as Herbert is the undisputed starter, and they'll probably add to the offensive line to help out there. Uh, And then the Raiders are just good enough to just get in the way. Yeah, but you won't run away and hide. Yeah, but look at look at last year. I mean, you thought going in, boy, the NFC South is going to be tough,
1: right? Like the you know the the Saints own it. You know the Panthers are making changes. You know they have some. Well, good you offensive didn't think Drew Brees was going to be broken in half, right? You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, so it, it looks difficult. Yes. yes, I agree. It looks difficult showing up in 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 the AFC West. But you know, yes, you think the Chiefs are going to be really really good. But you know, you're going to get a good team somewhere. Are the Chargers going to be really good? I like to think so, but you know, I don't know. The Raiders are going to be the Raiders. So if you're showing up saying, all right, well we know the Chiefs are pretty good, but, hey, we like our chances here. Uh, I would I, I would give Aaron Rodgers every bit of an equal shot, you know, beating Patrick Mahomes in a shootout a couple of times a year or if they made it in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is tough because you have the Chiefs there, but, you know, there's other tough divisions too, and it, it's not like you can walk into the NFC East. You know, I mean, I'm sure that's where everybody wants to be. Hey, you know, give me one of those teams because they're all terrible. Right. You know, at, at some point you have to go, hey, where's the best place for me to succeed? And clearly, you know, the best place is – Where are you going to have a lot of weapons? Where are you going to be able to throw the football downfield a lot? Where are they going to listen to you and build the offense around you? And Denver's the one team right now that needs a quarterback, that has a hole for it, and has a pick in the top ten. Where potentially, okay, if you are the Packers, you can go get your guy or get somebody else, get a great weapon, get Devontae Smith for Jordan Love and say, okay, this is what we wanted to do in a year anyway. So now we're just going to do it now. And we got a whole bunch of stuff to rebuild the team, and we're moving on. I mean, that, that's the whole thing is that they want to do it anyway. So if you give them a great offer, they're going to say, well, why are we waiting for this? Why, why are we waiting to see – what if Aaron Rodgers has a bad year? What, what if suddenly Rodgers doesn't have an MVP season, and then getting him – you know, getting three first-round picks from or whatever you're going to get is a lot more difficult. You want to sell high on a guy, and you're, you're not selling any higher on Aaron Rodgers than you are right now. Get in there and sell, sell, sell. Think about that. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, it is a final at Chavez Ravine. The Padres get a win over the Dodgers. Three to two is the final. The Dodgers uh, get three up three up and three down in the ninth inning. Uh, Rayleigh Barnes and Betts all struck out by Mark Melanson, uh, who had a pretty big ninth inning. So the Padres draw first blood in their big weekend series with the Dodgers.